shit. Welcome. Watch this movie podcast. We talk in movies. I'm Jim. I'm Scarecrow. What are we doing? Episode four now? We we made it to episode four. We on that shit. We we trucking along, man. We still going. Great. I saw a few movies this week. So it looks looks like we got something to talk about then. Yeah, that's right. We'd be we we'd be watching some flicks. We'd be getting into that now. I do have a confession to make. What's that? I did not see Rampage this week. Ooh, that's I, okay. I had a busy I mean, week. Freaking, we got the Direct TV put in. I've been kind of uh, testing the waters on it a little bit. So I slacked on my Netflix. That's Plus, all right. I mean, hopefully we will get to talk about it though because. I think uh, it would be interesting to hear what you say, you know? I, I got it. It's still queued up. I'm going to watch that shit. But right, cool. I did see the other two movies. We'll be talking about some Five-Null Destination and 30 Minutes or Less. Saw them both. Yeah, I saw them too. And I have to say, in my, I, I thought one was better than the other, but we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, before we get into that... We got uh, someone requested that we talk about new releases. So, hell, I mean, the show usually goes up on Monday. New release this week. The only releases of note that I saw, Blu-ray special edition of The Big Lebowski, my favorite comedy of all time, uh, coming out with a booklet, discs, you know, whatever. Go buy it. That's all I'll say. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah you have to see <laughs> Lebowski. That's probably one of the, if not the best comedies, the best movie, whatever. It's awesome. Uh, it doesn't look like it really comes. Cohen's don't usually put a lot of stuff with their DVDs. It comes with a collectible booklet, um, a digital copy of the movie. Cool. Behind the scenes wow. footage and a counter keeps track of the fucks. So it counts nice. the fucks in the movie. So <laughs> you, okay. you can hit that up on Blu-ray. If you haven't seen Big Lebowski, yeah, smarten up. Go see that shit. And then, Do that or kill yourself. Yeah, or just can't kill yourself. Yeah, you might as well. <laughs> And I thought you had saw this movie, but I just found out before the show this movie Priest is coming out. Uh, and never yeah. saw it. I never. I saw the trailer, and I was like, I don't know. It's just another one of those, like you were talking about, which graphic novel is this? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. Is it based on a graphic novel? Isn't I it? I think it is. <laughs> it looks one like it is. that they made for the movie, probably. Maybe I'll give it a, a little download and watch it. Legally, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> I would never take anything for free <laughs> um so yeah i mean let's going on i mean maybe a better week when something cool's coming out but those two are coming out right now uh well i i will say that uh i didn't watch um rampage this week i did get a chance to re-watch win-win which is coming okay. out in like a week from tuesday i think on dvd yeah, and i heard that was good yes paul giamatti uh, cast is really good. Paul Giamatti, Bobby Cannavale. It's the same writer-director of uh, The Station Agent. Yeah, we saw that in theaters. That was pretty good. I liked that with the little midget. Yeah, and that writer-director guy, he's uh, he's an actor. He's like in uh, Meet the Parents and movies like that and shit. So I don't shit, know. Shit, I didn't even know that. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was pretty interesting. The movie's good. The cast is really good. Uh, it's a, Paul Giamatti is a struggling lawyer who's also a coach of a wrestling team. And he kind of stumbles upon this kid who's a great wrestler, but it's not a sports movie. I don't. I was talking about this. They probably before. form some sort of friendship or bond. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't stress enough. It's not like, you know, fucking remember the Titans or anything like that. It's not really right. even about the wrestling. The wrestling takes part in it, 
But it's, you know, it's a, it's a Giamatti movie, so it's like, you know, a sideways type movie or some shit like that. It's indie yeah, fair. Yeah, good shit. You like that indie fair, check out Win Win. I give it a watch this. The cast is great. And I'll probably give it a watch this, but I'm going to check it out. What we'll do is when uh, you see it, uh, that's when I'll talk about, well, I'll have seen Rampage by then, and then we'll be like, trade back and forth. <laughs> that's nice. how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to talk a little bit about uh, just kind of, I mean, not really new news, but maybe we weren't around a little while ago, and we've been going about a month here, episode four. But I did read the script to uh, Django Unchained, the new upcoming Quentin Tarantino flick. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up. What do you think? I I think it's the script's really good. Uh, I was I didn't really completely love his past few movies. I mean, we were both big with uh, Kill Bill, where like we liked him. But right. we we thought people were jizzing all over him. I think was the quote we would use a lot. Yeah, they they freak out about him, think he's the greatest thing ever, and you know he's good and everything. But sometimes I got you. To, you originally told me about the shit with Avery, so I kind of whooped into it more and got a little aggravated with him. But he's you got to admit he makes some good movies. So of course whatever. he he's got skill. He's a master. I mean, Inglorious Bastards as well. Like I mean, I I like Inglorious Bastards. I wasn't super impressed with it like everyone else was. Right. Um, but I thought it was a good movie. This script read really well. It's about for people that don't know, it's a it's a freed it's a slave turned bounty hunter. Uh, back huh. in the West, sets out to rescue his wife from uh, the brutal Calvin uh, Calvin Candy. He's a Mississippi plantation owner, and it's okay. it's kind of like basically. I mean, this isn't really a spoiler, but it's similar to like Kill Bill except with a slave. You know, going back killing some huh. white white people and shit. Like a like a. Uh... Western with a slave as the cowboy type thing. Yep. And his partner is uh, German, and, of course, it's played by the guy from uh, Glorious Bastards, the villain. Okay. He's, it's like a German dentist is his partner, kind of, who's <laughs> uh, teaches him how to be a bounty hunter and collect money by, you know, hunting down outlaws and bringing them to justice. Now, the thing that sucks is that it was supposed to be... Uh, he was trying to get Will Smith to be in it, which would have been fucking awesome, in my opinion. Because, yeah, Smith, he's good. He's good. Because Will Smith and just a gore, like a kind of a violent, badass, like gory, fucking slave, racist movie would have been awesome. Because, yeah, there's, of course, there's rape in it. There's end bombs. There's tons of end bombs in it. Did uh, they figure out anybody for it? I think it's Jamie Foxx. What? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Uh, now, because I, I don't, I don't like Jamie Foxx. Obviously, ever since I, mean, uh, I liked Willie Beeman, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, ever since I remember when we all saw uh, Ray in theaters, which was pretty good, but that was when yeah. he was just being Ray everywhere, and everyone's like, "This guy's the best. Look at him. He's Ray. He's playing yeah. piano. He's I don't know. He started out in those shitty comedy movies and like shit like Bait, like dumb action movies." Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, everyone thought he was the greatest thing with Ray. And what else? Did he do some other shit, too? What was that one he did with Tom Cruise? Oh, oh, the Collateral, which Cruise was okay. In, yeah, but... I remember thinking, I only watched it once. I was like, because everyone, everyone was like loving that movie, too. And I remember thinking, like, this movie's all right, but it turns into, like, Friday the 13th at the end. Because, like, Tom Cruise is, like, storming through bullets <laughs> and windows and shit. Chasing him down. Uh, I was like, what? I remember we saw that. It was <laughs> whatever. I'm, I haven't seen it since either, I don't think. Um, 
So, I mean, that was kind of a bum out when uh, they announced Jamie Foxx. But the thing that has me the most interested now in this movie is because the Calvin Candle, the Calvin Candy character is like the villain. Um, yeah. He's, the, you know, the plantation owner. and But he kind of comes off as a nice guy. But, of course, he's got sinister undertones and he, you know, wrecks people up and shit. That sounds uh, interesting. Like, I, I can sometimes get be t- behind a plantation owner, though. I'm not always against them. Yeah. In a uh, movie. When I when I read the script, weirdly enough, I pictured um, fuck, what's his name? The guy, the boyfriend from uh, uh, Girl Next Door. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Ma- maybe it's because was- maybe it's because he's on that show Justified. Maybe that's why I pictured him when I was reading the script. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. For some reason, I oh I, yeah, I pictured him the whole time when I was reading it. But they got Leonardo DiCaprio for it, and I think that's a fucking great choice. Yeah, well, DiCaprio pwned, so I mean, yeah. It doesn't matter what he does. Dude, DiCaprio's done nothing but pwn lately. Yeah, he's a pwn machine. Guy. Like every, I love the fucking guy. I mean, I didn't like him as much when he was little. I thought, you know, when I was a kid in high school, everyone wanted to suck his dick, all the girls. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm jealous. But as he got older, he's a fucking good actor. So. Well, isn't it weird? Because it used to be kind of like it was, uh, like you said, when he was the kind of the heartthrob. It, yeah. It was like uh, frowned upon to be like, oh, he, this guy's good. Because at right, least yeah. <laughs> even when he was in like Titanic and Romeo and Juliet, he still had like he was playing a retard in Gilbert Grape and he was uh, in fucking the basketball diaries and shit. So he's yep. and uh, even like this boy's life, like he had some good movies out. But uh-huh. but you kind of couldn't have been like, oh, yeah, this guy's cool because everyone would be like, Ugh. yeah, when you're <laughs> around the guys, you kind of had to be like, yeah, <laughs> fuck him. But and I was even it, I always like and it wasn't even that long ago. I mean, even like the beach was a pretty good movie for like the early, like before he started putting out like, uh, I mean after that he started putting out like Gangs of New York, Catch Me If You Can, the Avia- uh, the Aviator, like every movie, The Departed, in, but yeah, like like insane movies after an insane movie basically. Uh, and he works with like awesome directors. Yeah, uh, so I think if he's in it, it's gonna I'm gonna definitely I like it anyway because of Quentin, but I'll be definitely everyone's gotta check this out. I mean, come on. I, and I think, like, from especially thinking, like, the way we, we have real similar tastes in movies, and I know, like, we had similar uh, reactions to, like, Kill Bill and stuff like that, where, you know, we liked it, but we were like, well, whatever, I wish it was a little bit better. Uh, from reading the script, unless they completely change it, I, I think you'll really like this movie. Yeah, I, I, I think I will. I want. When is this coming? Next year? Or yeah, it's, it? like, next December. I mean, I know it's a ways off, but, hey, what are you going to do? Sometimes you're going to follow these movies early times right this is the first time i've ever like read a full script before seeing it but it was kind of because of that like such lukewarm reaction to his other movies i was like you know what i'm just gonna read this shit i don't care <laughs> is this a, now are we gonna find some movie from the 70s that this really just is like every other well one? the django character is one of those characters where i think like the sergio leone oh, westerns okay. all had a character like this character django and I, but I, I guess from what I heard from the people that are familiar with those movies, uh, it's all, well, no, not Sergio Carbucci. I don't know, some some fuck. Some, some Italian fuck, <laughs> yeah, some Italian fuck that made westerns, you know, fucking spaghetti bender. <laughs> and uh, I guess th- from what I've heard from people that are like familiar and big into those movies, uh, it's just the name is the only thing that kind of connects them. It's like okay. his, you know, reference to that. Uh, and one of the other reasons why I want to talk about it is because, yeah, perusing through uh, DirecTV, 
fucking stumble upon Pulp Fiction last night on HDNet. Oh, yes. Sitting there watching it. Can't change the channel. Uh, yeah, when that comes on, you have to watch it. It's just the way it works. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, most likely if you're listening to a movie podcast, I mean, you've seen Pulp Fiction, you know it's a fucking great movie. Unless you're one of those guys that doesn't like the Beatles, so you don't like cool stuff because everyone I likes mean, it. I miss movies like that because there's not as many. Like you, I could, I've probably watched Pulp Fiction like 50 times or more, and it's like I don't do that as much anymore. But Yeah, I me just, neither. I what, what is that about, you think? I don't know if movies aren't as good, but maybe not. Because there's some that come out that are good, but is it just because we have so many opportunities to watch them now? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, true. Because you can download them, you can get them everywhere. Netflix. Because so it's kind of like hey, I'll watch it. Yeah, there was a. T- I I do remember that. Like not that long ago, where it'd be like you'd watch. Yeah, you'd watch a certain movie like over and over again. Yeah. And that was definitely one of them. That and uh, Goodfellas and fucking mm-hmm. Casino shit. Or is it just maybe we haven't reached that? We haven't had a movie to reach that height yet. Because given you can like rattle them off now, but they're you know like ten years apart sometimes. And mm-hmm. like watching rewatching some of Pulp Fiction last night, it really kind of. I mean, I, this could be a blanket statement. I might be missing something, but it's like I don't know. Best movie of the '90s, probably, or a movie that defines the '90s. Yeah, I'd have to say because, like, yeah, Pulp Fiction. I mean, I, I know Goodfellas. I think might have been nineteen ninety, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it was early. I mean, yeah, that would probably the Pulp Fiction would um, definitely represent the nineties because it's just I don't know, just that whole he kind of started like a whole new type of movie almost. With yeah, and everyone was doing that shit. So, and for people, if you if you've only um, heard Scarecrow's voice and you've never seen him just watch when Travolta's all fucking fucked up on heroin <laughs> and he's cruising down the street because that's Scarecrow right there <laughs> that is so Scarecrow yeah I guess I've heard that before but yeah I, you know whatever that's cool and, I'd rather look like him than some other people so and it's it's always great uh, I mean just movies in general like when you have those movies that you love because um, there's just like you start getting into like the little moments like Last night, I was just cracking up over the point when he's yelling about, like, get me a marker. He's like, get me a marker. Get me a, get me a marker. And she's like, what? <laughs> he's like, a felt pen. A fucking black magic marker. Oh, yeah, marker. When he had to do the uh, heroin. Uh, yeah. Opened, yeah. With, with that injection. Yeah, with the adrenaline needle. And it wasn't even yeah. so much the needle scene or any of that. I just loved the way he was yelling about the marker. You know where heart is? I mean, I think it's right here. That's it. This it? All right. What I need is a big, fat magic marker. You got it? What? A magic marker. A, a felt pen. A fucking black magic marker. Right. Come on, man. Hurry up. Fuck. I know. A little thing like that is what makes it. Like a little, just the little things, like you said. Fucking. They, uh, maybe movies nowadays just suck. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it helps with time, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, movies rise to the top after you have. Like, you always have that initial, like, you see a movie, whether it be. Uh, opening weekend in theaters or, um, you know, comes out on DVD, you see for the first time, so you're like, have that initial excitement, like, oh, that was good, that was good, but then, you know, how much do you think about it after that? True. So, I don't know. I just, you know, hope I'm just hoping the Tarantino's fucking back in full force, and uh, from the script, it looks really good, so be on the lookout for that. I mean, on the flip side of that, we got Mike Myers announcing Austin Powers 4, which fucking, what the hell is that all about? <laughs> Whatever. I, I mean, come on. Uh, 
I don't know, man. It's like, gross. I mean, he's it's played out. I mean, I didn't even like many them anyway to begin with. Yeah. When everyone else did, so whatever. I I, I mean, hate, Seth Green was good. Yeah, I hated the third one. I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I guess a lot of I I I probably would hate the second one if I watched it now. Right. I mean, at the time, I guess I kind of liked it, but. I don't know. I don't know. Mike Myers is is pretty much, you know, done with. It's just a, it's just a bummer. Like I I get it. Like I, I guess there's a chance it could be good. I, who knows? Yeah. Like I I'd mean, rather see Wayne's World three or something. Yeah, exactly. Or just like come up with something. Well, I like, I don't know. He tried to come up with something and he put out the Love Guru. So maybe don't come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Not a fan of him anyway. So. Um, and cause yeah, I was reading something about how like in 2000, like next year or, uh, it's supposed to be like Austin Powers four is coming out, but then also, um, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. There's all these like old nineties movies that are all, oh yeah. It's like Austin Powers four is coming out around the same time that American reunion, which is like the American pie sequel that they're doing. Other one. Uh, Oh, they're going to have a high school reunion in it. Huh. Yeah, I guess, and then have like younger, like a n- younger cast at the same time or something. Hmm. So yeah, good luck with that shit. Uh, well, we already had Scream Four, which did it. Oh, so and yeah, they each come out in April because yeah, this April is American Reunion, and then uh, and April after that's gonna be Austin Powers. So late nineties, fucking part four. <laughs> yeah, coming back. They should have used better movies to make sequels <laughs> to. Yeah, make a sequel to Can't Hardly Wait. Fuck that American yeah, that was, Pie shit. Remember we liked that. That movie's really good. Still holds up. Um, And then just another little side thing that I was excited about that I just read before I we started recording um, is that Breaking Bad is coming back for 16 more episodes <laughs> to finish off the series. Because I, I know you don't watch a lot of AMC shows, but... There's been this weird f- shit going on with AMC. Is basically they have four shows. They have Mad yeah. Men, Breaking Bad, The Walking Dead, and The Killing. Um, mm-hmm. The Killing is the one, the, like the newest one, and the first season kind of sucked because it was a mystery, you know, about a killing, obviously. But they never, even at the end, the finale, you don't know who did it. Still, spoiler <laughs> alert. I mean, I'm I'm saving you time here. Uh, and the the network. Fucking Walking Dead was the highest rated cable show ever, old cable premiere ever. And they started cutting the budget. And Frank Darabont, the guy did like uh, the Green Mile and Shawshank Redemption was the showrunner. They fired him for like fighting against them for cutting the budget. And they've been trying to cut Breaking Bad down because they've been saying they want to finish out the show next year and they're like we'll just do eight episodes and they're like no we don't want to do eight episodes we want to do a full season so there's been a lot of gate so, oh go ahead what's their problem like what are they just tight on cash or something I or? guess I don't know from what I was reading I mean it's all like Hollywood hearsay rag stuff you know what I mean gossip but I'm sure there's some truth to it is that the you know the network guy the, the head or whatever he feels like he's responsible for their success not the creativity of the shows and that uh, he could easily yeah. like he feels that he could easily just you know pluck another show on there and doesn't have to you know put out quality i guess so well, you're not really going to replace that Durabrock guy i don't think with anybody any better uh, yeah man unless it's... he's just going to be the guy 
It's it's scary. I don't know. They replaced him with some some hack guy. Who who fucking knows how it's gonna work out now? But I mean, there's some good news. Is that Breaking Bad, which right now, in my opinion, is the best show on TV. Um, yeah, I've I've heard that, and uh, that's another one that I gotta start watching because I've heard nothing but good things from everybody. They they haven't put it on Netflix Instant yet. Uh, they put Mad Men's up there now though, but they haven't put Breaking Bad up that I saw. If that comes up, I'll definitely check that. I'm gonna download or. I don't know how I'll get it, but I'm going to check out um, fucking Walking Dead. Yeah, Walking Dead, uh, there's only like six episodes or something. It's like it's a short season. It's coming back uh, in October. kind of uh, sucks, though, because it seems like those are some pretty good shows, and they're not doing, going the route HBO goes, I guess, trying to like keep them going and shit. Well, see, the thing that, that's dumb on their end is like they were kind of – HBO was like falling off a little bit after, you know, all their kind of big shows ended. Mm-hmm. And so AMC was getting a lot of critical acclaim, a lot of you know attention with these with these shows they've been putting out and calling them the new HBO. So I feel like they're getting cocky or something when it's like they're barely a network. Why else would I watch yeah. AMC? Like what am I going to watch on there? Uh, but now yeah. HBO's making a comeback because HBO's got Game of Thrones, which is really good. Uh, True Blood. I mean, a lot of people like it. I watch it. It's not the best. Uh, Boardwalk Empire is pretty good. I haven't seen every episode, but. It's kind of it's gearing up, getting a lot of buzz too. So I don't know. Smarten the fuck well, up. Yeah. <laughs> Smarten the fuck up. Uh, and before we get into our reviews, meet Bucky Larson. Get out of here! You're fired. Fired. He was going nowhere. Don't let these people get you down. You're destined for greatness. <gasps> Until he made tonight. We're gonna watch nude movies. <laughs> A shocking discovery. Is that who I think it is? That's your folks. I'm the son of two stars. We were going to tell you on your 50th birthday. This is my destiny. I'm going to go to California, and I'm going to be a star on the silver screen. I'm the son of two movie stars. That's like a super, super movie star. Buddy Larson. No, Bucky Larson. Uh, What, Nick Swarston? Swardson or something. Swardson. Isn't he Reno nine one one? I think so. Yeah. Now, what? What? Did you see this trailer? Yeah, I saw it. What's, just, what's it about? Well, it it to me it just appeared like they're doing another kind of like Joe Dirtish, Dicky Roberts. Even though those weren't too bad, or mm-hmm. maybe that other guy there, the Walk Hard Dewey Cox. They're trying to do some shit like that, but it looks like way worse than those. I mean, even though these weren't like Dickie Roberts, I mean, come on. But still, I don't know. I really, <laughs> he wants to be a porno star, I guess. Yeah, and I guess his name's Bucky because he has buck teeth. Is that a, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got buck teeth, so he's Bucky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, it's easy to be a hater on some of these movies. But like, I, I just can't help it. I sat there and watched this trailer for the first time. I never heard of this movie before. And I didn't even get a smile on my face from it. And yeah, from, it's yeah. just for, like one thing though. It's like the buck teeth effect they did. It just looks disgusting, and I couldn't <laughs> even look. At it. Yeah. So how am I gonna watch the movie if I can't even stare at it? You were just disgusted in the theater. Yeah, I was like, this looks gross. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Now and, and like, uh, I, I'm not a. I don't know a lot about Nick Swartzen. I haven't seen a lot of his comedy. I've seen him in things like I thought he was funny in Reno 911. Um, he was all right in 30 minutes or less. So it's not like I hate the dude, but it's like, 
I don't know. It, it's just so obvious. It's like, oh, he's Bucky and he has ridiculous buck teeth. Like how? F- like why would you think that that's funny for a whole I know. Mo- for for like a whole movie? <laughs> I I can understand maybe a sketch or something where it's like, oh, Bucky Larson. And I, is this based <laughs> on a sketch? I have no idea. Is this like a thing? I don't know. I think it's funny how, uh, you know, it's like, hey, what's? Oh no, what else we'll do? I'll make him a porno star too. <laughs> yeah. It's like. Oh, yeah, because that could never happen, so people will laugh. I don't know. But, like, if you want to see some, a, movie, a funny movie about a clueless guy becoming a porn star, you just watch uh, Orgasmo. Like, it's, yeah. it's already – that's what I was thinking. Like, it's already been done. I mean, I know it's not exactly the right. storyline, but, I mean, that's the first thing I thought of. I couldn't even think of Orgasmo because it's so, like, awesome of a movie. I couldn't even <laughs> – it didn't come to yeah. me. It should have <laughs> compared to what this is going to be. <laughs> I was just thinking of other shitty movies with weirdo names like Dickie Robert. And like, I mean, I would think I was being harsh on the movie, but again, I just keep going back to his name's Bucky and he has giant buck teeth. And this is a movie. like, (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, because I I don't, (laughs) I don't want this show to be like, we're just shitting on upcoming movies. Like we're, you know, like movie snobs, but. I just can't help it. Like even, and this is this is the fucking god's honest truth. I'd be more interested to see the zookeeper than this Bucky Larson movie. <laughs> and I, I probably, well, I feel like I would get more laughs out of it. Well, it is frustrating because I know you know you do like sketches and stuff, and they're pretty good, you know, really yeah. good. And it's like it must be aggravating for you to <laughs> see something like this. Like maybe I should just do like a sketch about a guy with buck teeth, and I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. But at least you're not compromising. You know, you're just yeah. doing what's right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, like, what do they say here? Oh, a kid from the Midwest moves out to Hollywood in order to follow in his parents' footsteps, dash, dash, and become a porn star. Now, Adam Sandler is a credited writer on this movie. Uh, yeah, I saw the Happy Madison uh, thing. And, like, and, huh? yeah, and Nick Swartzen. Oh, and there, that other guy that's in all the Adam Sandler movies, uh, Alan Covert. I don't know. He, you you'll recognize him. He's in like fucking. I, I think Adam Sandler's not really doing anything. He's just sitting back, drinking beers, blowing lines. Yeah. Just signing his name. He's, I mean, that's about it. He's got to be right. Like right, because Bucky Larson isn't something he would have ever fucking come up with. I, yeah, man. Like Jake and I talk about this every now and then. I think that's why it's so frustrating. Is because, dude, I there was a time in my life where I loved Adam Sandler and like everything he did. Yep, and I still enjoy those movies, but I feel like, I still feel like they're. I mean, yeah, Billy Madison. It's a guy that goes back to school, but you know, to like elementary school, he's a grown man. But that I still feel like that's way more creative than this guy named Bucky has buck teeth. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me. I saw some horror movie this week on Netflix called Chain Letter, and. It's called chain letter because they get those Facebook things. If you don't forward it, whatever, you die. Oh, yeah. like but That's a chain letter, right? Uh-huh. But the killer uses chains. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I just think it's stupid. It's a double meaning. Like every killer, every kill was with a chain. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh, I don't know. Yeah, get it? Because it's chain letter. Yeah, chain, chain, chain yeah, letter. Not only, does, <laughs> not only does he use a chain letter to pick out his victims... He uses an actual chain to kill his victims. I get and it. And that was the end of that movie. And looking at the cast on this Bucky movie, uh, Polly Shore's in it. 
Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Well, I get Steven Dorff's in it for some reason. <laughs> Dorff. <laughs> I um, loved him back when he did uh, that uh, fucking movie with Reese Witherspoon where he was Spab. I forget what the fuck <laughs> you Spab. Oh, SFW. Oh, so fucking what? I remember that movie. Yeah, that's my favorite Steven Dorff movie. I Dude. think that's the only. Oh, maybe Blade. I can't imagine watching that movie now because I remember seeing it probably in like 94 or 95 uh-huh. because it's such a product of that time. Cause uh, well, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. It came out in 94. I remember like renting it on VHS and yeah, it's such a Steven Dorff is a, you know, an alternative kind of grunge guy and he gets uh, kind of caught up in a convenience store robbery and taken hostage and he becomes a celebrity from it. Right. Because he's on the news and he's like, so fucking what, man? You know, I'm just a young dude. Yeah, and I guess they had like those VHS like camcorders and they uh, were taping it like the robbery that he was part yeah, of. Yeah, that's what it was. Hostaging. Yeah. So it was kind of the start of like the information age type shit. But when you watch it now, I tried watching it about six months ago and it's pretty much, you know, you can't, you can't really relate nowadays. Yeah, it's like yeah, slack, and he he's like a great slacker character, you know. Like uh-huh, so he liked like Nirvana and stuff. Yeah, I think. like so fucking what, dude? Like we're <laughs> we're going to war, man. We're the most we're the fucking biggest country in the world. So fucking yeah. what? SFW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not as good as I yeah as it was when I I remember liking it then. But I do too. I, I do and then too. Blade, Blade, you yeah, this guy though, he's just like a. I don't know. He's a little runt. I don't know. A little piece of shit. I remember I used to always, uh, I don't know why. I'd always mix him up with, uh, was it Ethan Hawke? What's the other guy's name? Yeah, very similar. I think, are they in a movie together? Or there's two guys that look like each other that are in a movie. Ethan Hawke and someone else. It's probably him. It's probably those two. I agree. There's some movie coming up. But yeah, then Ethan Hawke went to make like Training Day, and this guy made what? Fucking <laughs> Felon. <laughs> yeah, well, felling he... wasn't too bad, but it wasn't because of him. Oh, he was in uh, World Trade Center, I guess. Oh, he was in Alone in the Dark. Oh, uh, and Fear. Just... He was in Fear. dot com as a detective. Yeah, well. that's the one <laughs> that I was thinking of too, because I watched Chain Letter and remind me of how he hated Fear. dot com. <laughs> Same bullshit. I have no. So... I remember we saw that movie. That's one of those movies I don't remember anything at all about it. Except just we were. I was so pissed because they didn't. They had computers, but there was no operating system. It would just be like words would come up when they'd go to websites, and there was nothing about Windows. Nothing. It was terrible. Oh, the classic, yeah, movie operating system that you pull up. <laughs> yeah. And they're like typing it was shit in DOS. than usual. Uh, oh, I remember Deuces Wild was pretty good. I hadn't seen it in years, but what are you going to do? He just never broke through, you know? Yeah. It, he was always like a secondary, and he stayed that way, so... And then the other comedy trailer I saw, which I didn't really laugh. Or I didn't laugh or smile at this one either, but it didn't make me feel. I mean, it made me feel bad, but not as bad as, say, a, a, a Bucky Larson. We wish you a Merry Christmas. I hope you're still alive. What are you talking about? We saw you get shot in that whorehouse in Texas. You branded a prostitute. Remember? You have to be more specific. A fairy Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas. In 3D. Watch take your sweater off for a massage. <laughs> Just a couple girlfriends. Okay. Get off of me! Oh, I thought you were.
were gay. I am gay. Gay for that. Uh, the Harold and Kumar Christmas one. Because, yeah. because I, I remember kind of like in the first Harold and Kumar, I never saw the second one. Yeah, the second one was okay, but, you know, if you don't like the Harold and Kumar shit, I mean, if you don't like that style, you're not going to like it. But the you thing, have to be a fan, basically. But the thing is, are those dudes in their mid-30s by now? Like, they have to be, right? Yeah, definitely. So, <laughs> that's all they got. I mean, I think the, the, the China one, the Chinese man there, Korean or whatever he is, wasn't he in Better Luck Tomorrow? Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, he was so, the MILF like, guy in America. I always thought he too. had a future, but I don't know. I guess it's just Harold and Kumar. Yeah, okay, because think of it this way. Which one? Yeah, he must be Harold, right? Because Kumar must yeah. be the other dude. Yeah, because of his tan thing. Because the guy that played Harold was a MILF guy in American Pie, which came out in 1999. The first Harold and Kumar came out in 2004. So it's, yeah. it's seven years later, and they're still doing another one? Well, the only thing that I thought was cool is what they're going to do with the 3D. They're going to actually use it as 3D. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean it's like, as a gimmick, I might like that. But I mean, I could. I, this could easily be all right. Uh, it's just I was just kind of, like, surprised. I was like, really? They made this? I think it's because little Zaro wrote a – remember him? <laughs> I think he used to be a big fan. He yeah. must have wrote a letter. And I could have – I could have sworn that Kumar was working for Obama when Obama got elected too. So I don't know. Well, <laughs> all right, no more hatred. We're we're done with the hating. Uh, let's move on to some reviews where maybe we'll be hating <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't uh, <laughs> what do you want to talk about first? We got Five No Destination, and I refuse not to call it anything but that, or Thirty Minutes or Less. Um, I guess we could go 30 minutes or less first. Last night, two guys in masks jumped me and strapped a bomb to my chest. Now I have less than nine hours to rob a bank. Ring, ring. Oh, look, Bear's calling. Hello, Bear. Wait, what do you mean you couldn't rob the bank? Whoa, okay. Yeah, I like that bear. I don't even know you. Is that thing real? And if I don't get them their money in time, this thing is going to blow. And your first thought was to come to a school filled with young children? All right, you can go ahead. Well, what'd you think of the movie? All right. Hold on one second. Fucking thing. All right. Anyway, yeah. Um, I was kind of a little bit, not let down, but I just, I was had real high expectations just because I like everybody in it. And I don't think I laughed as much as I should have, you know, but it was pretty good, I guess. I, I mean, I didn't hate it, hate it. I thought it was just like pretty, you know, I didn't, whatever. It was good. Like just kind of okay. Yeah. Like just, just an, an okay op- movie, I guess. Like uh-huh. I didn't get pissed too much but <laughs> i don't know man uh you- i agree with that um basically it's almost like the movie gets better as it goes i'll say like it actually okay. it gets better because i don't know what it is but i mean this is stuff in the trailers this isn't really spoilers uh what's his name eisenberg is friends with aziz Ansari, mm-hmm. but I don't know their chemistry, or they don't ever really feel like friends in the beginning. Uh, well, yeah, then they have that big fight too. Yeah, and their fight is like I guess it's, maybe it's because they're not great actors, or I don't know if it was. It, it just came off. I don't know. It didn't come off right, like because they were trying to make it funny. So I get they didn't want the tone to be too serious, but I don't know. I didn't get it at first. I was like, what am I? I mean, one thing too is if they were gonna have Eisenberg like take the Michael Sarah throne away and just have him, the new Michael Sarah and funny movies. Like it's uh-huh. probably not going to work. 
Yeah. Because I think he's not. He's good, but I don't think he's as funny as as like he could be. Because I don't know if he is a. He's not a comedian or anything. Well, you know what I was thinking walking out at the end is that it's almost like they should have switched parts. Okay, which which one? Like if Eisenberg, yeah, if Eisenberg was the teacher, kind of like helper, your friend guy. Yeah, you're right because imagine Aziz with a bomb strapped to him and he's already hyper and fucked up. Yeah, he'd be freaking. Like it almost seems like it. It maybe would have played out better. I don't know. Like. I, I it was kind of weird at first because you're used to seeing Eisenberg a certain way, mm-hmm. and he's still kind of that, but not really. I I do feel like by the end you kind of forget what he's supposed to be, and it, it does come. I don't know if it's the way they filmed it, or the way it was written, or what. But for some reason, it just seemed to things started to make more sense and play better as the movie went along. Where at the beginning, it didn't seem to even feel like a story or anything it just felt like oh let's say some stuff let's say some stuff like a sitcom or yeah. something yeah i would say that i will say that i think aziz was uh the funniest one and it's uh, you know i figured mcbride would be but uh-huh i just liked him the best he made me laugh the most and, so and i guess it's i mean it's maybe it's because uh i don't know i mean i don't know maybe it's because it's like their characters weren't really characters they would they would just kind of, you know, say the jokes because yeah. <laughs> at one point, like, cause at the beginning, Aziz is supposed to be like, they're two friends and they're roommates, but Aziz is supposed to be the one that has a career and, you know, is more responsible and, you know, he's going to go to bed early instead of watch movies and cause he's got to work and all this stuff. Uh, and then Eisenberg's kind of, you know, the, the pothead that just delivers pizzas and, you know, fucks around and shit. Um, but then when they're like doing the stuff, like you know, they it's, it's in the trailer. They go and buy some fake guns and they're spray painting them. It's kind of like they're all just joking around and like, yeah, it's a big joke. Yeah, though. yeah. And uh, I another thing was too. I know this is doesn't really matter, but I just thought it was stupid how they they put their ski masks on when they're at the door of the bank. I mean, I know this is a comedy and everything, but. You would need in this day and age to put your ski mask on at home, basically. I thought all the cameras out there. I I actually thought this. I did think the same thing, or at least in your car, you put them on before you get out of the car or something. Yeah, (laughs) something like that. You know, but I I did. It's not that big of a deal, I guess. And and in in a way, like back to what I was saying before, where it's like, like it's it's not bad that you can have them both be goofy and funny, but don't set it up in the beginning like. You you set it up in the beginning like he is responsible, and he's the kind of the good friend of the two, but then when it, everything happens, they're kind of like, yeah, man, we robbed the bank. That was awesome, and <laughs> and it's, yeah, he kind of changed. It's a it's fine to do that, but like in the beginning, just have them both be like that. Like, yeah, man, we're fucking just dudes, and you know, we hang out and fucking don't give a shit. I don't know. It just it felt weird. Like they were setting something up, and then they just forgot about it. I mean, it was a weird friendship anyway because of the sister and shit. Yes. So, I don't know, man. Then the other side, we had a couple of fucking. (laughs) Yeah, you had Swartzen and uh, uh, Danny McBride on the other side. And, I mean, I I do like that it was like, uh, it's basically a dark comedy because Danny McBride's character needs 100 grand to have his father killed so he can, you know, inherit his money. Yeah. So that's why he wants to get them to rob a bank for him so he can get the money. 
and you know it's it, it it's pretty ballsy they're like you know let's make a comedy out of this because it's and it, it yeah it's, because did you heard the the con a little bit of controversy it's based it, off like a real thing right yeah and they're trying to say they never heard of it which i could understand the people mm -hmm. who made it are saying oh we don't know anything about it but i guess the pizza man and the bomb thing it could be a coincidence but in the real situation they were robbing he robbed a bank to get money to give somebody to pay for a hitman to kill his girlfriend's dad for an inheritance oh really so, Jeez, so it's how pretty could fucking you get that many pretty similar as a coincidence and yeah the original guy brian douglas wells he was killed by the bomb huh it was on yeah. his neck he had a collar bomb i mean i could care less if it's if it's similar or not because i know there are people out there who get all uptight about shit like that but i Whatever, maybe just throw them a couple grand, whatever, shut the fuck up. I could care less mm -hmm. if it's about a real thing or it ain't. But I just thought it was interesting that they said they had no idea. Because I, I, I know with some of this, too, they almost think that this guy might have been in on it. But, I mean, you're, you're right. Either way, regardless of what they feel, it's very similar. <laughs> very, yeah. very similar. But uh, anyway, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's like lately with comedies, I just haven't been laughing as much as i should i mean bad teacher i laughed maybe 10 12 times which is i guess okay but like these other ones like horrible bosses and i know it's a good movie when i'm watching it but i just wasn't laughing and with this i didn't see horrible bosses that much. yeah with this you didn't laugh that much either i mean i knew i liked it because i like everybody in it you know except i don't really know swartz in or whatever but the other three i like them all and i you know the guy made fucking zombie land so i know it's you know it's not terrible or anything but i'm not there like i don't know something must be wrong i don't know yeah it's not one of those movies where you're just kind of busting up and you're like oh my god this like i, I gotta see this again because it's so funny oh, yeah, like you know rolling I mean? on the floor and shit yeah um yeah i mean and it could just if, well i mean part of it yeah it comes from just watching a lot of comedy so you see where the humor is going but it's not impossible to make an awesome comedy because I felt like MacGruber was an awesome comedy, and I fucking <laughs> can, I can watch that a few times and still laugh at it. So I don't know. I don't know what it is. I mean, the line when is I mean I, I don't know if we're spoiled. Uh, just one line, big deal. The uh, time when he said uh, about the uh, picnic, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to say. Oh, I didn't. I feel bad that I let Nick blow up that one time." Like I laughed. When oh I said yeah, it. yeah. He was yeah. saying yeah, because it's it's kind of towards the beginning too. It's where Aziz is talking about how he has to help out his friend or else he's gonna fuck up his shit when he grows up and has a wife yeah. and kids. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was funny. That when was said funny. That. There's some funny moments in it. It's just not yeah. It's not like kind of gut busting like laugh out loud a lot. Is there's just po points where you're kind of like there's some points where you're like oh that's funny but you don't like laugh or anything. You're just kind of like, oh, that's yeah. kind of funny. And McBride, too, like he's like when you see him in that fucking eastbound and down, it's like hilarious. Yes. Pretty much. Yep. And he plays the same kind of douche type guy. But just this time, I'm just not laughing the same way for some reason. So, so I mean, I don't know. What do we give it? Uh, well, I, it's almost man. I I can't I don't think I can uh, give a movie with McBride in it. Uh, 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 not you know, uh, fuck this. So yeah, I just say watch this, but just whatever. Just keep your expectations yeah. in the middle. <laughs> it's basically because the reason to watch it is for the cast. So if you don't like the people in the movie, then yeah, don't watch it. Basically, I mean, I know it's kind of obvious yeah. thing to say, but 
It really is. Like, I agree. Like, I, I do like everyone in it. So I don't want to be like, oh, I, and, I, and I do think it's worth seeing. But, you know, worth seeing it in the theater? Probably not. We'll yeah. give it a watch this on Netflix and video. Our DVD. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, that's how we'll do it. Go. Yeah, watch <laughs> this on Netflix and DVD. Yeah, that's, that's what I'd say with it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no real point to have rushing out and seeing it in theaters or anything like that. So we could just move. I mean, we don't really have to cover the spoilers. It's just kind of like, you know, you'll see it. Yeah, people fuck up it. there. <laughs> fuck that. You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to die on that bridge. A lucky few survive the disaster. And then one by one, death comes for them all. Uh, so now we can get into a little 5 0 destination. <laughs> now. Um, I'll say right off the bat, watch this. Yeah, watch this because I love. I, I didn't. It's not like I want to lo- say I loved it, but because of how it ended up, I think I did. The 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 end is very clever. I was I really liked the little moment they did at the end. Yeah, that was like the homage, you know, yeah. for the fans, basically. Yeah, I mean, we'll, maybe we'll get into it, but uh, we'll just talk about it generally yeah. at first. Um, well, I mean, if you don't like Final Destination movies, yeah. What am I going to tell you? But or if you don't like horror movies, for example. But to me, I mean, I the third one wasn't that great. I I did enjoy the last one, but it could have been because I just stumbled upon it on cable mm-hmm. and watched it, and I was surprised. Um, I was glad I saw this one. I saw it in three D too. I was glad I saw it in three D as well. Yep. Um, and I I just like these movies because it's it's simple. You know, it's you're there to see some deaths. They know it, and they're delivering, and they're not taking it. I love right. that they don't take it seriously. It's like I wouldn't go as far to say it's a horror comedy, mm-hmm. but and I'm glad the audience I saw it with because there's a decent amount of people there. But everyone was on board. Like they knew what we were seeing. You know, we're laughing at death. Basically, we're laughing yeah. at these people dying. <laughs> and there was a couple of funny moments in there in the um, in the massage parlor too. Yeah. Yeah, with the the nerd guy or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, and it's it's all about. I mean, and these movies, they they, they build the tension well enough with the Mister X and kind of like, oh, what's this? You know, this could kill you. This could kill you, and you start realizing all the things in your life that could fuck you up. Basically, yeah. I was sitting there with Anthony, my son who loves this this shit, and he was looking at the t- at the gym when they had the gym scene and they're going through every little thing. Yeah, and he looks at me, he's like, "This place is a death." Yeah. <laughs> and you like, it's just not even really when you just a gymnasium, but they did a good job making, of making you believe little things yes. seem like like life or death. Um, I feel like that's the genius behind these movies because it's I mean, it's when you break it down to it, it's it's the same as, say, like, a you know, a Friday the 13th or, you know, yeah. uh, Halloween or something, because it's, you know, people getting stalked basically by a murderer. But in this case, it just happens to be death. And death uses the things around you to kill you. And the audience is in on it. So, yeah, you're looking at everything and you're like, oh, man, is this going to do it? Or is this going to trigger this off? And, yep. and and sometimes it'll play off exactly the way you feel like it will. And other times they'll throw a little thing in the mix that you never would have saw coming. And it works out, you know, for the death, of course. Yeah. And I thought it was cool that Tom Cruise was in it, too. Like that Tom Cruise guy. Oh, the main He's guy. Like a- yeah, not the main guy. He's like the 
the one who goes nuts in it. Oh, okay, the friend. Yeah, all right, all yeah, right. He looks. He's like. It just made me feel good because he, he. I don't know. I'm like Tom Cruise. Like he kept saying it. It was like a joke between me and Anthony the whole time. So we had fun with that. And 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 some of the best things about these movies too is that you get to see the cats die twice, basically. Like you see them yeah. die in the beginning, like in the horrible like. Well, in all the movies, they have a different thing. This one was a bridge collapse. So you get to see them die, and you're like, fuck yeah, they're dead. And then, But then they're alive again, so they can die again. And that's kind of the point of the movie. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the uh, opening scene was pretty good. I mean, at first, I didn't think it was as good as some of the other ones, but then I went home and watched a few of them. Mm-hmm. And actually, it was probably uh, better than most of them, just because my, the my... guy who did the effects and shit oh, yeah, worked yep. with uh, Cameron and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. My favorite no, is is probably still the second one with the fucking the highway uh yeah the the fucking highway crash build up and everything with the fucking log that yeah. bounces and just smashes right through the windshield yeah that that fucking that one with the pile up was awesome I watched that over and it was awesome and everything but I realized that it was almost like last action hero anytime a car like like touched another car it blew it was up a yeah huge explosion. <laughs> And it was kind of awesome, though, when you think about it. Well, I mean, I know it's ridiculous, but it's funny. Well, because they, they do have that point where, like, the the girl who has the flashback dies. She dies because this fucking 18-wheeler is still going, and it's on fire and shit. Like, it busts <laughs> yeah, it through. out of the flame. It busts through, like, four cars, and it's on fire. And it's like, oh, no, it's coming right for yeah, me. Yeah, then it hits a car that's already on fire, and that car <laughs> blows up a second time, I think. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's all about spectacle. I'll probably have to rewatch like the third and fourth ones again because I kind of remember the uh, roller coaster being pretty uh, inventive and pretty decent. Yeah, I, I watched that last night and I didn't realize that Mary Elizabeth Winstead was in it because I was watching it the whole time. Like this girl, pretty good, huh? Fuck <laughs> this girl. And then I'm like, wait, uh, oh, it's her. No wonder. Duh. But it was. Uh, she was okay. Good. She's the main character in that, right? Yeah, she was like the the main person. I didn't recognize her, I guess, but. Recognize she was hot as fuck though. <laughs> uh, fucking and do do they do the other movies try to? I remember the second one tries to at least tie in with the first one. I forget if the third and fourth ones do or not. They bring up. They just bring it up as like they looked online and saw something about a plane crash or something. They talk about it. Ah, uh, okay. Like as like what is happening to them? This must be it because it happened to these people. And I mean, basically, the and the good thing about it is it's played well enough where, yeah, you can laugh at the deaths and like it's almost to the benefit. I mean, everyone talks about horror movies and how there's not as much character development and, you know, <laughs> it's just like asshole characters. But I mean, in the in these movies, it's to the benefit of the movie that these people right. are assholes and you don't know anything about them because you don't give a shit. You don't care about them. Like, yeah, fuck you're just them. there to see them die. Yeah, you're just <laughs> I, I actually put up a thing on uh facebook i found on youtube that they have like every single death from the first four movies like right in a row it's pretty fucking cool i'll have to check that out it's almost better than watching the movie (laughs) you just get to see all the deaths uh and i mean well we'll get into a little spoilers in a well right now we'll get into a little spoilers just because if you want to see the movie you know yeah you know the drill pause it go see it come back unpause it uh, it's not major stuff, but li- like nice little nods. You probably wouldn't want to know if you're going to go see it. So are you saying that we can't stop this? There's an answer for everything. It's 
killed or be killed. Nobody's safe. And now. Um, so this movie is a prequel. Yeah, it turns out. But that's... I, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, and like, the cool thing was, like, I'm walking out of the theater, like, now I got to watch it again to see if they... Was everything done right? Or how did I not notice that this was like 12 years ago and like shit like that? One, one thing I could say that I noticed uh, and I, I was going to like kind of not really shit on the movie for, but be like, what is that about? Like, I noticed everyone had like flip phones because I was yeah, like, I was like, because the, the nerd guy had like this old ass phone. I was like, nice phone, buddy. Are you serious? <laughs> but then it like then all, it turns out it's good. Yeah, it all made sense. And. It was kind of the best way to have it be a prequel instead of being like, oh, the prequel to Final Destination, see how it all began or something. It just yeah, kind of surprised you with it. And and it makes sense, too, because there's this shitty storyline through the whole movie about the guy who, like, should I go to Paris? I don't know. Like, and I'm kind Yeah, see, I didn't know. I thought of it I, for a second, like, oh, they were going there in the first one, but I didn't really even connected at all yeah i didn't even i didn't even think of it from the first one uh i was just like dude is this guy serious just go to paris <laughs> shut up because he's like i don't know i don't want to leave my girlfriend and he was moonlighting as a chef on the weekends yeah like i kept thinking like why do they keep fucking doing this but in the end it <laughs> all made it was like <laughs> isn't this fucking guy a sh- I thought he said he was a chef and he's working at the other place i'm like no he's got two jobs oh but yeah why would they go into that like if it you have to, like you said, it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it was just basically a reason for him to be on the bus. It's like, oh, yeah, I have a side job over here. Even though I'm this, like, great chef that's going to go to Paris. <laughs> and I'm trying Brilliant. to. <laughs> and I was like, dude, this is the dumbest storyline of any of these. But then it all came together where, yes, at the end, they're on, what was it? Is it Flight 180? Yeah. Yeah, they're on Flight 180, which is the same flight to Paris that, Devin Sawa and his class in the first one were on their way uh, for their class trip that they freak out and get off on. I thought that was a great little touch at the end. Uh, to kinda... Did they? I couldn't tell if they used like cut in a scene from that or if those were just other actors that were playing the two fighting on the plane. Yeah, same here. I mean, I feel like they just used the scene from the movie. I could be wrong though. Maybe they just reenacted it because it looked pretty legit. Because Anthony was trying to say that. He, my son, he picks up everything. He's like, well, I, when we watched the first one after, the plane was different. Oh, yeah. like we had three <laughs> rows of seats, and their plane only had two. <laughs> I'm like, don't ruin it. He's picking up the little, uh, <laughs> little, uh, little parts there. Um, but and because when they first were on a plane, I remember just thinking like, oh, like because before they had the reveal, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because like you know, a plane crashed in the first one, and I just expected maybe they would have a similar thing like. The thing we talk about where you check the little the hook that holds your uh, tray off. Oh, yeah, as a nod. I thought they it were just going to – I thought that's it. all they were going to do, just a little thing like that. But then they had like – it was the actual flight. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And one scene that I liked too earlier in the movie was uh, – the. I thought it was ridiculous was the gymnastics. That was a great death. Thing. <laughs> she flipped I, over and just cracked an Dude, app. I was cracking up for like five <laughs> minutes after that. I could not stop laughing. Like, get in the ambulance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't touch her. Get in the ambulance. It's like she's cracked in half, yeah. dude. <laughs> and I'm like, how would she be cracked in half anyway? Yeah, exactly. So much force it would take. But it was awesome. <laughs> Everyone was laughing. Yeah. The whole 
place. Was it was so funny because she's on the fucking like acrobatic bars and the dust goes in her face. So she goes flying off and yeah, her body like lands and her back bends in half and her legs like snap and shit. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, uh, <laughs> it was funny. But the, uh, the other death there, the LASIK one kept me squirming. Yes. That, that, that was legitimately creepy too. That got like, Cause it, they twit they the other ones are all kind of funny but yeah that one we were like oh like even the build up like, oh. <laughs> when they were just putting the thing in her eye and stuff like that it's like oh Jesus it got funny when she just jumped out the window almost <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like yeah the eye part was like oh but then all of a sudden she's like it almost looked like she just dove out the window yeah yeah because she's just fucking running around and then her fucking <laughs> eye pops out and gets run over <laughs> yeah it was uh it's cool you know but yeah it's just a fun movie man it's uh i don't know i guess as fun as seeing people i don't maybe not everyone thinks it's fun to watch people just get killed for yeah. an hour and a half but i do but we do yeah yeah you do too so <laughs> I know. and in the um i think in the the other part that i laughed at because it was getting a little racist was there in the chinese uh massage parlor and he's like don't you come with subtitles or something yeah, yeah. and then they <laughs> kicked in like, right after he said it, the subtitles popped up. I thought that was kind yeah, of cool, too. <laughs> I don't know. It was funny to me. I don't know. It's just the movie. I don't. I, I was thinking it was pretty good. I was going to have a little nitpicks with the bridge going down as it seemed to take too long. Uh-huh. Like they Because, like, all right, when they show them at the, after, like, the second time when they just show it happen, it shows the bus where they got off is like 50 feet from safety where they were all standing. Yeah. And it's like, as it was really happening before that, when they were all running around, people are getting chopped up. It's like time is going by. Like how long is this going to take for this bridge to fall? I know you need to slow it down a little, Yeah. but they didn't even seem to run. Just run, go to your fuck. Just run 50 feet. You're safe. <laughs> yeah. Just run to the but, fucking sidewalk. But then all the deaths started happening. And they were kind of cool. So I was like, Oh, this movie's actually pretty good. I'm going to like it. Then when they did the plane, I was kind of like, whoa, they're really going for something. They're really trying to make us happy. Yeah. From, you know, fans of the franchise. So it was, I think it was one of the better ones. I'd agree. And and one of the staples, too, of those is like kind of how you said how uh, everything, like when they first show the deaths, everything does take a while where it's like you see like each character get their own little moment to die. And, mm-hmm. the, and then when they always cut back to reality when they're safe, it happens in like a second because it's always like, the yeah. cars are going to crash. And then when the cars crash, it's just like they crash. And then like, that's it. It's like it all happened in a matter of two seconds. Yeah, or... it's like I guess they're showing it almost in a slow motion way. Yeah. But it just seemed like that bridge was taking an awful long time to go down. I don't know how long <laughs> these things take, but and they should have been running quicker. But whatever. It's a fucking it's final destination. So I'm not going to get too pissed. Then, like I said, I went back and watched some of the others. And they, they, some of the scenes, they weren't as great as I remember them anyway. So this one was pretty good, too. Just as good or whatever. And, um, I mean, and, like, yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it's always ridiculous when a movie has, like, a part five out. Yeah. Um, but Never usually this good. Yeah, I mean, in a way, too, it's like there's been, I mean, I don't want to say restraints, not the right word, but it's not like Saw. Like, Saw had, what, seven or six? Seven, I think. And they had seven, like, coming five years after or, like, four years after the first Final Destination. So it's not like they're just constantly just pumping them out. 
So at right. least, I don't know. Not, I'm not going to say like they were like, oh, no, we need quality on these Final Destination films. But it's it they could have went way more ridiculous with the sequels. I know it's ridiculous to be at five of any movie, but mm-hmm. they didn't do it as ridiculous as they, they could have. The Saw movies annoy me, though, because they're not really. I mean, the second, the first one's okay. The second one's actually pretty good with Wahlberg, the uh-huh. old Wahlberg, Donnie. But after that, they're just all stupid. Have, I, just, I, I just started to hate them. Have you seen all of them? No, I stopped at uh, five. The, the, the only reason why I kind of want to watch them is because I've read reviews where they talk about how the continuity is pretty tight and everything kind of is connected and things from, like, the third movie payoff and like the fifth movie supposedly. I well, don't know. I guess I could do that now that they're finally stopping. I think because I was getting just sick of it all. Yeah, like, I agree. I the- I didn't see any past the second one. So or the- I actually thought about watching. It's on Netflix, the sixth one. So uh-huh. I was thinking of actually watching it once, but I don't know. <clears throat> so I don't know. That's five no destination. I give it a watch. This in three. Oh yeah, watch this. Get out there now. Good shit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I guess that about covers it for this week for the most part. Um, we got Fright we got Night. The, uh, I think Friday well, next week's Fright Night, but we, I think we got, um, some other shitty movie, uh, Conan. <laughs> oh yeah. Which I guess there's been some decent buzz on. I don't know. Maybe it'll be all right. I, I yeah, know, never. I know for sure I'm going to see Fright Night because actually the buzz on that's really good too. Well, I like Antoine Yelkin anyway. That kid, he's funny. And well, not uh, funny. He's a good actor or whatever. I think it's cool that it takes place in Vegas. I wish they filmed in Vegas, but they didn't. Like yeah, I mean, I'll see both those. I, I'm yeah. gonna. Tr- I'll try to see uh, Conan too, just because I'll give it a shot. Even though, if we don't, we don't. Whatever. Yeah. But, but the, I want to see Fright Night. Yeah, the main ones to see for next week are Fright Night. And for Netflix, we're calling out, kind of taking this from uh, the Roos Films podcast I was on this week, but um, Dean Stone saw a movie called Doghouse, which is available on Netflix Instant. It stars uh, this, It's I think it's a British horror film. Uh, yeah. It's, it stars this guy, Danny Dyer, who was in another uh, British horror, it's British horror comedy, basically, uh, Severance, which was really good. Yeah. I liked Severance. I liked that movie. That was awesome. Uh, and supposedly this movie, Doghouse, is kind of along that, uh, along those lines. It's, you know, a bunch of dudes kind of go on like a mancation to get away from their women because they're, you know, being bitches. And, As usual. And <laughs> they end up in like a re- remote town where the women there turn into man-hating cannibals and they fight for their lives. So it sounds up my alley. I want to check it out. Yeah, I'll give it a. I mean, we both haven't seen it, so that'll work out good too. So yeah, I'll check that. And uh, yeah, so we'll we'll try for Conan. We're gonna check out fucking Fright Night. Check out Doghouse. I'm guaranteeing right now I'll see Rampage by next week. And I'm gonna uh, hold you to that. Yeah, hold it. Yep. To get your reaction. I'm gonna watch it this week for sure. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Nice. Uh fucking in now that's that i guess so uh, we gotta do the outro you know? yeah you gotta shut the projector so now we gotta get yeah, that projector it's uh it's on the third reel turn it off <laughs> you gotta get your dick out of the bottom of the popcorn yeah <laughs> gotta close the curtains uh Shut out the lights <laughs> and uh the peep show thing's coming down so i don't know is that fill a thing? your drink <laughs> and uh the 
don't gotta go home, but you can't stay here or something. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. We're getting there. I'm sure Submit. we'll get some good little, we'll get some music in too at the end. Yeah, if there's a listener out there, submit us an outro. May you write the outro for us, possibly. Yeah, see, that's something. Because something uh, people can get excited for. And uh, we'll do this too. I'll go, uh, yeah, watch this. Yeah. <laughs>